This call is being recorded. Good morning, good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Elsie. Is there anyone call this morning that would like to say good morning? Good morning, it's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Welcome to the line this morning. Good morning. Good morning, it's Deborah Evans. Good morning. Good morning, Deborah. How are you? I'm doing well. How about yourself? I'm doing blessed. Welcome to the call this morning. Thank you. Good morning, Elsie. Good morning, DV. Happy Saturday. It's Dondria. Good morning, Dondria. Happy Saturday. Good morning, family. This is Prosperous Pam. Happy Saturday. Good morning, Prosperous Pam. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you doing? I'm doing great. You sound great. Uh oh, I'm tearing up the house. Let <laughs> me put the phone on me. <laughs> you sound great. Thank you. Good morning, good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Elsie. Would anyone like to say hello or good morning? I hear you. Good morning, good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. I am your hostess, Elsie. Is there anyone that would like to say good morning? Hey, good morning, Elsie Boo. It's Dee Dee. Love you. Happy Saturday. Happy Saturday, Sister Dee Dee.
Good morning, good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Elsie. Anyone like to say good morning? Good morning, it's Diane. Good morning, Diane. Welcome good to the morning. line this morning. Happy Saturday. Happy Saturday. <laughs> Thank you. Good morning. Happy Saturday. Welcome to Declare Victory. Is there anyone online that would like to say good morning? Hi, good morning. Happy Saturday. This is Denise. Hi, Denise. Happy Saturday. Thank you. Have a blessed day, everybody. You as well. Have a very blessed day. Good morning, good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. I am Elsie, your hostess. Is there anyone that would like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. I am Elsie. Is there anyone that would like to say good morning? Happy Saturday. Is there anyone that just joined us on the line that would like to say good morning? Good morning, Elsie. This is Gloria. God bless you. It's good to hear your sound this morning. Well, it's good to hear you too. Welcome to the line this morning. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Elsie. Is there anyone that would like to say good morning? Hey, good morning. It's Arlita Renee. Good morning, Elsie. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Arlita Renee. Welcome to the line this morning. Have a blessed Saturday. You too. Thanks. Very welcome. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Elsie. Okay, it's time to get started. Before we move forward, we ask that you mute your line so that you can so that we can proceed. Hello, my name is Elsie. I am your hostess. If you could put your phone on mute, please. Thank you. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so that they can be blessed too. Be sure to join us daily in the month of May for our monthly theme entitled 
expansion. You don't want to miss the message, the messages, teachings, lessons, and heart shares that that will be brought to you by our wonderful and gifted declarers. You will definitely be blessed. There is one announcement. We encourage you to partner with Declare Victory in giving in an effort to share the gospel both locally and abroad. You can do so by visiting www.declarevictory.org or paypal.me slash declarevictory or cash app dollar sign I declare victory. Again, it's www.declarevictory.org or paypal.me slash declarevictory or cash app dollar sign I declare victory. We pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in Him. There are no prayer requests on the app. The order of the call is prayer and corporate praise will be brought to you by my sister Didi. And the declaration will be brought to you by our wonderful Gloria. Then we will go right into closing comments hosted by the declarer, our wonderful Gloria. Again, the order of the call is prayer and corporate praise will be brought to you by Didi. The declaration will be brought to you by Gloria. Then we will go right into the closing comments hosted by the declarer, Gloria. The scripture for today is Ephesians 4, 14, and 16. Then we will no longer be infants, tossed back and forth by the waves, and blown here and there by every wind of teaching, and by the cunning and craftiness of people in their disciple. Instead, speak the truth in love. We will grow to become in every respect the mature body of him who is the head that is Christ. From him, the whole body joined and held together by every supporting ligament grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and hearing and doing of the holy of his holy word. At this time we ask you to put your phones on mute until instructed to come off mute. I now pass the call to our prayer warrior, Didi. Have a wonderful and blessed Saturday. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, what a way to start the day. Father, I thank you on this morning. We give you thanks and praise just for who you are, God. Have your way this morning with Declare Victory. I thank you for Elsie, God. You know her. You know her heart. I ask you to bless her and her boys, Father God. You know what she is in need of. So I want to say thank you for her. God, just to give you thanks. For this day, for it's a day that we have not yet seen, so we shall rejoice and be glad in it. 
Oh, God, for those who might be weary, may have woke up this morning in a heavy fog. Father, your word says to come to me all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest. You will find rest for your souls. There is rest in your souls today. Just give it to the Father because he cares so much. Father, I come. I just come this morning giving you praise, God, and honor because that's what you're due. You alone are worthy of all our praise. I can't thank you enough, God. I thank you, Father. Oh, I just want to thank you. Take a second to just thank you, Father, for this day. Hallelujah. Rejoicing in this day, Lord, you reign over everything. It's your goodness, God, and it's your grace and your mercy. That's why we are here, God. Thank you for the gift of life. We can't take it for granted that we woke up. Thank you, Father, just for another day, another chance at this thing called life, God. It's your mercy and your grace, God. It's not the alarm clock, God. It's not a notification. It's not even your husband getting up before day to go fishing. But it's you that woke us up this this morning, God. And so for that, I thank you. Not worried about yesterday because it's over, God. Can't worry about tomorrow because it's not promised. We rejoice now in this moment thanking and praising you for everything and being grateful for what we have, being grateful for what we have. Somebody's out in the cold and we're not. God, so I thank you for that, God. Don't take it lightly that you are Jehovah Jireh and you continue to provide for us. Thank you. It may not look like what we think it is, but it is. So we thank you, God. We thank you because you are good and your mercies endures forever. Oh, God, I thank you for just another opportunity to say thank you. I don't take it lightly. Somebody can't talk this morning, God. But I thank you for having a, a mouth and a, be able to talk and hear and to walk and to see. I thank you for a sound mind because somebody don't even have their mind this morning. But, God, you got each and every one of us up on a prayer call at 6 a.m. to give you praise. And for that, I thank you. I thank you that you're giving us another chance today to do better than we did yesterday because some of us blew it yesterday, God. Oh, but today is a fresh start. So I thank you. And just like the dew in the morning, God, you can rest on our souls this morning, rest on our hearts, God, and we can give you thanks. Just thank you. Thank you. Not asking you for anything, but thanking you for everything, God. Thank you for the ability to just move. Even if some of us have pain in our bodies, we should be grateful to be able to feel. So, God, I thank you. And we can't take it for granted, God. We can't take it for granted. Somebody is taking their last breath now, God. And their life will forever be, people's lives will forever be changed. Oh, because I, I can't complain about anything, God. I can't even complain that I woke up this morning and my vision changed yet again. God, I'm grateful that I can see. Thank you. And I count it all joy, God, for each and every ear that can hear this morning. Bless them and keep their mind strong and healthy with everything that's going on. Let them not worry. Let them worship. God, let them not be anxious because you said to cast every care on you, every care, even that little stuff that we don't seem to think is big, but it's big to you, God. So I thank you that you're blessing us in every way because you know exactly what we need, God. Forgive us if any of us are doubtful or in disbelief, God, for anything, for any sin that we may have thought or said or done, God. I give it to you. God, if you just remind us Remind us and be focused on you. Be effective with our prayer life. Put other people first. 
Don't be selfish. Intercede for real. Reminding us that you are the peace that surpasses all our understanding. When things get hectic and chaotic and we don't know which way to go, God, we can follow you, God. What your word tells us to do. Things in this life come to devastate us, but you give us peace because you are Jehovah Shalom. And for that, I thank you, Father. I thank you. When it looks like it's over, you're there, God, because you go before we even know you are our defender, God. I thank you for fighting our battles, God. I thank you because there's none like you. Thank you for your healing power. God, thank you. Thank you for healing Lala, God. Thank you for healing Cece, God. Lord, I thank you. I thank you that even now as my uncle JC is in the hospital, God, that you're going to even heal him no matter what the doctors say, God. You're, you are a healer, so we know. I thank you for Pop, God. I thank you that even though he can't walk right now, God, you're still got your hands on him. And no matter what it looks like, we know to praise you in advance, God. I know that. And I just want to praise you this morning, God. I just want to give you praise because you're due. No matter what we're facing, you deserve the glory, Lord. You deserve the praise. It doesn't matter what it looks like. We keep our eyes on you. We keep our hope on you, God. Our hope is in you. When it looks hopeless, you give us a hopeful cry. So I thank you on this morning, no matter what we are going through, God. No matter what, in this season of shelter in place, we, we we are learning how to pray and pray more effectively and have focused prayers and praying for those that that are that we we don't no don't have no food no clothes that you're feeding and providing protecting them from the streets, God and Lord, you are humbling us. I'm speaking for me. Oh, God, I'm so humble right now, God. Humble and know that what it really says in your word, that if my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and pray, and pray and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. But we really got to turn from some stuff. We can't keep doing the same thing. We need to turn for real, repent, repent, and he'll heal our land and he'll heal our souls. And so for that, I thank you, Lord. I can't I can't thank you enough. I adore you, Father. I just thank you for not letting last night be our last night. And I thank you for those who don't know you and want to get to know you. They want to get to know you. That They will see us and want to get to know you. God, those who may have been hurt by other believers, those who are turned off because of church stuff, show them that it's not about that. It's not about ritualistical stuff. Ritualistic, I can't even talk, but you know what I mean, God, because there's so much going on. People are hurting and we need to help them heal because you are a good good father you are a good good father your love is extravagant oh magnificent god how we worship you on this morning those that are fighting right now sicknesses in their body just let them know that you are with them because you are bigger than cancer you're bigger than diabetes you're bigger than alzheimer's you're bigger than covid now you're, you're bigger than any disease jesus bore it all on the cross he is our healer. I thank you, God. You're healing for your healing power. I thank you for speaking to the troubled mind, for speaking to the heart of those that are in despair, God. I know that you can because you've done it before. So I humbly pray to you this morning just for a peace, a peace like no other that will rest on our souls. Victors, this morning, take your phones off mute and pray to God. Worship Hallelujah. him your Glory. praise because he's new. Worship him like never before. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. Worship. Worship. If you woke up today and were that, you should say thank you, Father, for waking me up today. Thank you. 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 Thank you
Hallelujah. Good morning. Good morning. Can you hear me clearly? Yes, yes ma'am. Okay. All right. So I want you to, if you, if you will please, just ma'am, sir, check your mute feature on your phone and make sure that it is activated so that we can protect the integrity of the call. Amen. Because it is being recorded and some of us have to go back and listen to the replay over and over and over again. So we want clarity when we listen. Amen. Amen. And we know that this is an evangelistic tool that people who don't know Christ will listen to it. And so we want them to be able to hear the word of God clearly. So I thank you. I thank you. Thank you, Sister Elsie. And thank you, my sister, my baby sister, Dee Dee. Thank you so much for um, your service this morning and for just allowing God to use you. Thank you, all of you that have come on the line this morning for our breakfast, the breakfast of champions, the living word of a true and living God. Let us pray. Eternal God, our Father, God, I thank you and bless you for your faithfulness. Thank you, Lord God, for waking us up this morning. Thank you, God, for the privilege and the honor of Hello? I can't hear. Amen. That the phone the phone went out. It's good. I'm good. I'm back on. The phone went out for some reason, but the devil is still a defeated liar in the name of Jesus. So God, I thank you for the opportunity to open your word, Father, and to open my mouth wide. You promised, God, that if I open my mouth wide, you would speak. So Holy Spirit, speak. God, hide me behind your cross that the world won't see or hear me, God, but they'll hear your word. They'll hear from you. Lord God, and that your word will be planted in good soil, Lord God, to bring forth a harvest of your kingdom. For it's in the name of Jesus, I pray, and I thank you for all things. Amen, and thank God. So this morning, hallelujah, we are continuing on our study of expansion. Expansion. Um, so this morning, as well, as I have been praying about this last few weeks, um, the Lord led me to the book of Samuel, 1 Samuel, 1 Samuel, to look at the last judge of the children of Israel. Look at Samuel and to, to, to glean from his word about Samuel and how that, uh, how Samuel and Samuel's life is a reflection of what God is doing with and in us in this time of the pandemic. So let me just d- double check. You can hear me clearly now? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Okay, good. Oh, good. Oh, good, good, good. So Samuel was the last judge of the children of Israel. He was not only a judge, but he was also a prophet. And um, Samuel, uh, it, what blessed me uh, about Samuel, I'm going to read, it's two, well, it's actually chapter three, first Samuel, first Samuel chapter three, uh, verse one. And then I'm going to go to chapter 3, verse 19 to 21. And I'm going to read the first uh, verse out of the New Living Translation Bible. Meanwhile, the boy Samuel was serving the Lord by assisting Eli. Now, in those days, messages from the Lord were very rare. 
and visions were quite uncommon. Now I'm going to King James Version. And the child, I'm going to read verse 1 again. And the child Samuel ministered unto the Lord before Eli. And the word of the Lord was precious in those days. There was no open vision. Chapter 3, verse 19. And Samuel grew, and the Lord was with him, and did let none of his words fall to the ground. And all Israel, from Dan even to Beersheba, knew that Samuel was established to be a prophet of the Lord. And the Lord appeared again in Shiloh. Hallelujah. For the Lord revealed himself to Samuel in Shiloh by the word of the Lord. Amen. The word of God for the people of God. Blessed be the name of the Lord our God. So Samuel is, is, is as I said, was the last judge of Israel. He was a, one of the greatest prophets as well as being one of the greatest um, judges of Israel. He's actually the, the judge that was transitional from Israel being a nation um, that was under the theocracy, being ruled by God, transitioning to being a monarchy, monarchy meaning they were ruled by a king, by a man. It was not the will of God that they leave his, his rulership to go to man's rulership, but it was the will of the people. And, and how many know that sometimes God will let you, if you keep bugging him about some stuff that he done said to you, no, that ain't a good, that's not a good move. That's not what you want to do. That's not what you're looking for. You, no, 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 baby. No, you need to sit right here for, for a while. Sit right here until I do what I'm going to do. Baby, get back in line. Come on here. Stay with me. Sometimes if we keep right on, God will let us have a taste of what we were asking him for. And then we'll realize the bitterness, hallelujah, the bitterness, the thing that we ask, we've been asking him for, trying to go all around him and sidestep him and say it was the will of the Lord when it wasn't his will. He'll let us have some of that stuff and it will be bitter, hallelujah, to our souls. So that's the, that's the transitional thing that happened. Israel was under the leadership of God, under the rule of God which is the way God wanted it all the time. God has always, he always desired, he's, it's always been his desire for us, his people, to be in, in relationship and be ruled by him and us coming to him and hearing him and uh, supping with him and him hearing us and uh, just the whole fellowship. But, but, but Israel wanted to have a man rule over them instead of God because I, I don't know what their whole reason was, but I can kind of deduce just by what happened that, that they wanted to make the man responsible as opposed to taking the responsibility for their own personal actions. They wanted to, just like Adam and Eve when in, in the garden, when, when, when God asked Adam, Adam, what did you do after Eve had given him the apple and he ate and he said, that woman that you gave me, always trying to put the blame on somebody else. But how many know that God has called us, hallelujah, each one of us individually and collectively, he's, he's called us, each one of us, hallelujah, to walk worthy of the vocation wherewith he has called us to. He's called us. He's called you and he's me. He's called me for such a time as this. Hallelujah. And, and, and how many know that we need to make sure that we watch what we're walking in? 
Apostle Pierre last uh, a couple days ago. He he brought that thing out. He said, "You got to watch what kind of labels that you walk in, labels that you let, lay on yourself." And 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 it, that it kind of sparked in me. You know, I had to look at what was Samuel walking in because according to the Word of God, Samuel pleased God. God was happy with Samuel. Matter of fact, before Samuel came along, as we read in First uh, Samuel three and one. It said that there was every, it was quiet. They weren't getting any visions. They weren't getting no communiques from God. Wasn't no downloads coming. They had a priest. Eli was the priest, and he was the high priest, and he had his son, Hanafi and Phineas, serving. But Hanafi and Phineas, they were doing their own thing. They were taking the sacrifices that were not theirs to take, they were taking the best sacrifices that were supposed to be offered up to God, and they were taking them for themselves. They were sleeping with the women in the temple. They were doing all kinds of stuff, doing whatever they wanted to do. And Eli, as the high priest, did not call them to correction. He 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 told them, you know, boys, something to the effect, I'm going to use my godly imagination, something to the effect, you know, boys, get yourself together. Rather than get them out of the positions that they were in and honor, have turned the nation's heart back to God, honor God and being obedient to him and removing them because they were out of order. And how many know anything you let lay around and anything you walk in? Cause in, 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 in essence, Eli was walking in disobedience and disregard to the will of God by allowing his sons to stay there and just fornicate and mess up all over, all over the very temple of God, all over the tabernacle, all over the place of worship unto the holy God. And there had to be a price to be paid. So Samuel came as an answer to his mother's prayer. In 1 Samuel chapter 1 and 2, Samuel's, Samuel's daddy's name was Elkanah. Elkanah was from the, the tribe of Ephraim. That was uh, 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 one of the grandchildren of uh, Jacob, of Israel. He was from that tribe, and he, he had two wives. The one that he really, really loved was Hannah. But God had shut Hannah's womb up. The one that he, he really, he gave, he loved Hannah so much, he wanted children by Hannah. But Hannah couldn't have no children because God had shut her womb down. Hannah was in a blessed place because her husband loved her, but she wanted a child. So she couldn't enjoy, she couldn't really embrace the love of her husband because she still wanted that child so much. And then, okay, yeah, that was a second wife. Her name was Panana. And Panana how she became the second wife, we I don't know, because the scripture didn't tell us. We just know that she was, because the Bible said so. We don't know if she was like Haggai when Haggai, when Sarah gave Haggai to her husband or not. We don't know, but we know Panana was there, and the Bible says that Panana had children. Matter of fact, she was blessed. Her womb was open. And how you know? How, how many know that sometimes? It'll look like, my God, it'll look like somebody else is in a more blessed place than you are if you're not looking from the right perspective. Panana had, to, had the blessing of having the children, but she couldn't enjoy the blessing of having the children because she was bitter because she knew that she was just the other woman. The Elkanah really, 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 really loved Hannah. Hallelujah. He really loved Hannah. And so because Panana couldn't, Panana was so bitter, all she wanted to do was to keep teasing Hannah. She teased her because she, 
couldn't have no children. And, and so every year, because Elkanah was a just man, he was a, he was a righteous man. He, he loved God and he, he believed in keeping the, uh, keeping the uh, sacrifices. And so every year they would go up to Shiloh, the place of worship, to offer their sacrifices unto the Lord. So every year they would go, and as they traveled and they went, Hannah would get so disturbed that she would be so she couldn't even eat while they were there. You know, she'd be so distressed. You know, you know how you have a heavy burden on your heart sometimes, and you put it before God, and it's like, oh, God, can you just do this for me? Oh, God, God, can you help me with this? And for whatever reason, it doesn't seem like God is hearing you. Sometimes, me and Cardo both see, we got to look at what our heart, we got to do a heart check. Sometimes the heart is longing for this thing. This, this, we're longing for something, but we may not have the right perspective as to why we want that thing to be here. You, I don't know what it is. It's not about a, a necessary thing, but our heart check has to be focused in the right place. And when Hannah's heart got focused in the right place to honor God, it was then that the prayer, her prayer was answered. It was then, hallelujah. As the Bible says, if you look at the first Samuel one and, and, and go on in chapter, chapter one, when she went before the priest, she went up, she said, you know, she told her husband, Elkanah, I can't eat right now. This was in a, a, another one of the years that they had come. Panana was teasing her. She was so distressed. She couldn't eat. She felt sick. To just just to the point, just 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 so un uh, just undone. You ever been so in your heart, your spirit, your everything? You just so undone. But there is hallelujah a word and a deliverance from God. She went before the priest and she began to pray. And what she prayed, she prayed right here in Second Samuel, First Samuel, chapter two. No, no, it's not. It's chapter one. I'm sorry. But she, she prayed to God, she said, in verse 11, and she vowed a vow and said, O Lord of hosts, if thou wilt indeed look on the affliction of thine handmaid and remember me and not forget thine handmaid, but will give unto thine handmaid a man child, then I will give him unto the Lord all the days of his life, and there shall be no razor come upon his head. And it came to pass, as she continued praying before the Lord, that Eli marked her mouth. And so Eli saw her praying, but that her heart posture turned right there, right there. She said, God, give him to me, and I'm going to give him back to you. Give me that man, child, God, and I'm going to give him back to you. She, she wanted, she, by that time, it, it just turned, I just want the ability to just, just to have a child and to offer him back to you, God. And how many know that that's what God does to Hannah is a perfect example what we as parents have to do with our children God loans them to us and we have to turn them back to God God loans them to us for a season and we 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 are blessed to raise them and as the Bible says if we raise them and nurture and the admonition of the Lord they will not depart from him hallelujah so we so so Hannah had the baby, or Hannah prayed for the baby and promised him back to God. And so we go on in the story, and when they got back home, Elkanah and Hannah got together, and hallelujah, the, Samuel was conceived. She got pregnant, and so she stayed home. The next year when it was time to go back, she didn't go back up 
to offer sacrifice because it was in her heart. The Holy Ghost, you know, God has sustained it. You know, you need to wean the baby before you go back because she knew what her promise was, that God, if you give him to me, I'm going to give him back to you. And without him being weaned from her, he, she had to still stay with her. So she had to keep him with him to keep him with her until he was weaned. So she weaned him and then she stayed with him. So then she goes back. She goes back to take the baby to Eli, to take the baby back to Shiloh, where he was promised to. And so in the latter part of chapter one, she goes and they and she offers sacrifice. She took her, her bulls and, 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 and all her sacrifice with her to offer unto the Lord in thanksgiving for the gift of Samuel. Hallelujah. And she went and she offered him back. And so at the end of a verse of chapter one uh, of first Samuel, he said in 27, I'm going to do 26. And she said, O Lord, as your soul liveth my Lord, I am the woman that stood before thee here praying unto the Lord. He's talking to Eli there. For this child I prayed, and the Lord has given me my petition, which I asked of him. Therefore also I have lent him to the Lord. As long as he liveth, he shall be lent to the Lord, and he worshiped the Lord there. They worshiped God for the 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 for Hannah keeping her her for God answering her prayer and for Hannah keeping her vow unto God. So now let's get to who was Samuel? What was Samuel all about? Samuel, his name mean, means God heard. In the in the um Hebrew, the name is Shem Elohim. That means God heard. So he was named, his name, his what he walked in, his name that he walked in was God heard. I'm the answer to the prayer my mama prayed because God heard. He came attached to his purpose. Samuel, when he came into the earth, he came attached to the purpose and the will of God. It is not uh, uh, a happenstance that Samuel was born to who he was born to, how he was born, and the anointing that was on Samuel. It wasn't, it's, it's not by happenstance that Samuel served God all the days of his life because his purpose was he was anointed and appointed for the time that he was in. And I decree and declare unto you, declare victory family and all the all listeners that we, you, I are appointed and anointed for such a time as this. Yes, there's a pandemic, but so what? Our God reigns. It is in this time, in this season, that God has anointed and appointed us. He's called forth his prophets. He's called forth his intercessors. He's called forth his preachers. He's called forth the, Lord God, the evangelists. evangelists. He's called us forth to do war, hallelujah, and declare the victory of the true and the living God in this day and in this time. God came. God, God came and blessed Hannah with a man child that was anointed to do just what God made him for. And you and I, sisters and brothers, have come to do exactly what God purposed and made us for. In Psalm 139, where it says, in the volume of his book, it's been written of us, the good works that he's ordained in order for you and I. In Jeremiah 29, 11, God says that I know the thoughts that I have for you. Mm, thank you, Jesus. 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 I'm going to turn to it. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. 
Then shall you call unto me, and you shall go and pray unto me, and I will hearken unto you. There's a cry, hallelujah. The judges, the judges of Israel were given because Israel had, uh, uh, they had a cyclic relationship with God. They would be obedient to God under, under before, uh, when Joshua was alive, they were obedient to God. And, but the thing that they didn't do, when you read Judges chapter one, that, that uh, they never did, there were some areas that they never did conquer. And so after Joshua died, they, they, they went into this place of disobedience. And so for three centuries, three centuries, God had, God placed judges over them that the judges were placed because what they would do when Israel would become disobedient, they would end up becoming, they would end up becoming captive to those nations that they did not conquer. And then they would cry out to God and repent unto God. And then God would send the judge and the judge would deliver them from the hand of their enemies. He would deliver them and bless them. And then they would go right back and do the same thing over and over again. And this thing went on for three solid centuries. My God. But God. And that's why there was no sound. There were not open visions. When Eli was prophet, was the priest, and, and uh, when we read in First uh, Samuel chapter 3, verse 1, there wasn't a sound. There weren't any open visions because God got sick and tired of being sick and tired of the, of the children of Israel's mess. And, and how many know God is showing us that he's sick and tired and sick and tired of the mess that as, 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 as people we've been offering to him? And even as the body of Christ, he wants sincere worship. He wants sincere purpose established in us. He wants sincere sincere obedience and he wants sincere dominion over our lives why because he's god and because he made us and because he loves us but god's whole desire was from the very beginning of time was to be in right relationship with us and so he's established a way for us to be reconciled back to him through christ jesus the lord so he's called and anointed us for a per for our purpose now when we accept christ jesus as lord and savior we're placed back into purpose with God. We're called heirs and joint heirs with Christ. We're made the very righteousness of God through Jesus Christ. And so what God has, is, has called us for and appointed us for in this time, in this season, we need to watch what we're walking in. It's before the pandemic. You walked in disobedience. You walked in half-heartedness towards God. Now is the time to understand that God's specific purpose and will for our lives individually and collectively is tied up into what he made us for. We've got a specific calling, a specific need, a specific need that God has made us to fulfill in the body, the need of a mouthpiece that some people will only hear the word that God has placed in your mouth. He, there's a specific need that God made you for, and he's anointed you and appointed you for such a time as this. Hallelujah. So the first thing is God's specific will for each one of us, both individually and collectively, is tied up into what is attached to our submission to his purpose. God's specific will 
for each one of our lives, individually and collectively, it's connected, it's attached, it, attached to our submission to his kingdom assignment for our lives. The second thing, God has a specific, has specific, concise timing at work in our lives. We're not going to miss God. We're not going to miss him. Nothing that we have done in the past, how we missed it before, if we're still alive, God is giving us a chance. Hallelujah. He's still giving us a chance. Hallelujah. To make it right today. Hallelujah. Hannah went back and forth, up and down, up and down to Shiloh, praying and asking for the same thing for years. But it wasn't until her heart posture was right. Hallelujah. To her heart posture, her, her pushed her into place of coming into agreement with what God was saying, that God was saying, I want a man child for me. God is saying to you and to me, I want your heart yielded to me. I want you to surrender the things that concern you. I'm concerned about them, but I want you to yield them. Give them to me. Don't worry about how, what you messed up because what you messed up is not a mess up for me. I'm able to take your mess and make a message. I'm able to take the test that you've been in, that the enemy has been trying you and trying to make you doubt me and trying to make you think that I don't love you. I can take that test and give you a solid, sound, strong testimony that nobody, will ever make you doubt my love or my care, my, my how, how much I am concerned about you. Just yield yourself to me. I, we got to watch what we're walking in. We can't walk in doubt, fear, and unbelief any longer. We, there's no more time for that. This world has been crying out to God, just like the children of Israel cried out to him. And he sent the judges to redeem them. He sent the judges to restore them. He sent the judges to lead them back into a place of repentance. The world has been crying out to God, and God is, is answering. He's answering the prayer. He's calling you and I to raise up children of the Most High God. Stand up and be accounted for my kingdom. Stand up and be the ministers of reconciliation that I made you to be. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. God's will and his timing are directly connected to his kingdom purpose and agenda, agenda for each one of us. God's will and time, hallelujah, for you and I right now is directly connected to his kingdom purpose and his agenda that he has for us. We had agendas. We wanted houses and cars and pocketbooks and junk and stuff that don't mean nothing. But God's agenda is, is that nobody, hallelujah, none would be, would be cast away. But he wants all to be saved and come to a saving knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. He made us, hallelujah, in order to declare to this world that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in Jesus will not perish, but will have an everlasting life. Our expansion is in, our, is in our yielding. Our expansion is in our submission. Our expansion is directly connected, hallelujah, and being obedient to the living God and saying, God, have your way in me. My It's directly connected and just saying, God, get me out of the way. God, help me to forgive those that I deemed unforgivable. God, help me, God, to be brutally honest with you about, Lord God, the things that I've been holding against people, God, and even the things I've been holding against myself. It's time to get 
get really brutally naked and unashamed before the living God because God already knows. He just wants us to come to him in honesty and clarity and say, God, help me. God, forgive me. God, cleanse me. God, use me. Have your way in me. Have your way in me, God. Hallelujah. Expansion comes as we yield. Expansion comes as we yield to God. Expansion doesn't come by trying to manipulate and trick God and, and, and say, well, God, if you do this, I'll do that. No, no, no. It's in God, have your way in me. God, have your way in me. First Peter chapter 2, verses 9 and 10. But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that you should show forth the praises of him who have called you out of darkness into his marvelous light, in which time past were not a people, but are now the people of God, which had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. Hallelujah. Dearly beloved, I beseech you as strangers and pilgrims, abstain from freshly lust, which war against the soul. Hallelujah. God, I thank you that God has called us and purposed us as a holy nation, a chosen generation, a peculiar people, that we are to show forth the praises of God who called us out of darkness into his light. We are God's chosen people. We are connected, hallelujah, selected, divinely elected for such a time as this. And we will walk, my career they will see in the will and purposes of God. We're going to walk out being called a holy nation. We're not going to walk out being called a liar. We're not going to walk out being called deceitful. We're not going to walk out being lovers of men more than lovers of God. We will not walk out trying to do our own thing and manipulate our own way. We will only walk in the fullness of who God has made us as we yield ourselves, surrender ourselves to God. Expansion comes as we yield ourselves and surrender ourselves to what God has purposed us for. And number four, our purpose in life is to seek and submit to God's kingdom agenda for our lives. God's kingdom agenda, hallelujah, for our lives is to do the will of him who sent us. According to 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 14 to 21, for the love of Christ constrained us because we thus judge that if one died for all, then all were dead, and that, die, and that he died for all, that they which live should not henceforth live unto themselves, but unto him who died for them and rose again. Wherefore, henceforth know we no man after the flesh. Yea, though we have known Christ after the flesh, yet now henceforth know we him no more. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. And all things are of God, who has reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ, and has given us the ministry of reconciliation, to wit, that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, and hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ. As though God did beseech you by us, we pray you in Christ's stead, be ye reconciled to God. For he hath made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be the righteousness of God in him. Hallelujah. God has called us for such a time as this. 
We are walking in the expansion, in the fullness, and the power of who God has called us to be. We got to check our heart posture. We got to make sure that we understand that our will, our desire, our collective and individual purpose is to fulfill the will of God. And his timing is perfect. Don't worry about what you did, how you did it wrong, what was what looked like it was wasted, what looked like, you know, you spent so much time, maybe I, I'm too lo- too old. God does it everything. He uses everything, everything. Nothing goes to waste in him. And whatever your test was, whether you considered yourself to have failed it or passed it, God will take your test and make a testimony out of it. If you feel like you're too old, I want you to remember that Abraham and Sarah, they were past what was considered a young age to be having a baby, but God did it. So God is not a, he's not a respecter of persons. What he done, he's done for one, what he did for Samuel and making Samuel a mouthpiece when, when the children, children of Israel needed, he's made you and I a mouthpiece. He's made you and I intercessors. He's made you and I heirs and joint heirs with Christ in order to show forth his glory in this dying world, that the world would see him in us and glorify our God, and glorify him, and ask what's the reason for the joy that's in you. You locked up and shut in too. You can't go to your job. You lost your job. You you have to go every day into the hospital, into work, and you're scared about your children. Why do you still have joy? Why are you still singing? Why are you still giving praise to God? Because it's Christ in me, the hope of glory that lives, that we'll have a quick answer for the world to let them know that God, for God I live and for God I die. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord our God. God is real. Hallelujah. And his working and his promises and his call unto us is real in this day and this time. And we will, by the grace of God, by the glory of God, by the peace of God, by the Holy Spirit that abides in us, we will walk in who God has called us to walk in his word by his will. God bless you. The peace of Jesus be upon you. God bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. So if there's anyone on the line that wants to say good morning that didn't get a chance to earlier, um, you're welcome at this time to say good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, Sister Gloria. That was such a... Hi, that's Ramona, ain't it? Yes, it's Mona. That decoration. How you yes. doing, Mona? Thank Good. you, Jesus. Wake me up this morning. That's what I'm gonna say. Amen. God bless you. Thank you, Jesus. Yo, yo, yo. What's up? Hey, but E. Hey, hey. How are you? I'm doing fine. How about yourself? I'm good. Bless, bless, bless. All right. Best eye in the holes. Good morning, hey, anybody sister. else? It's Krishanda. Great declaration. Good morning. Thank you. God bless you. Keep praying. Keep praying for me. Is anybody else that wants to say good morning? Good morning, good morning Virginia. I woke up a little late, but when I say that was on point and fire, yes, Ramona, Thank she you. woke me up. Fire, Gloria. Fire, fire, fire. Thank you, Thank you so much. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Good morning, Gloria. Good morning, Victory family. This is Rochelle. On time, on time, Miss Glow. Thank you. Good morning. God bless you, sis. Good morning, morning, Gloria. Good morning, Mother. How are you? I love you. 
I love I'm that too. Honey, that was good. <laughs> that was mm-hmm, good. <laughs> to God be the glory. Amen. Thank oh. you, Lord. Thank you. Who else is okay. that? Okay, we're looking forward for Sunday. Yes, ma'am. I see you. Okay. <laughs> Good morning, Miss Gloria. This is Jacqueline. Excellent declaration. Thank you for blessing me. For us, I bless you, Jackie. Good morning, Sister Gloria. Victory family. God bless you all this morning. Hey, Brother Jeff. Good morning. Good morning, Gloria. This is Barbara. Excellent declaration. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you. Keep praying for me. To God be all the glory. Thank you, Jesus. Anybody else want to say good morning? Good morning, big sis Gloria. I don't know if I should sing Gloria or uh, Fire. Good morning, family. Awesome. Hey, Andrea. God bless you. Thank it's you. That's big sis. That bless my soul on this morning. Love you. Thank you for that. Fire. Love you. Love you too. Thank you, baby sis. Love you. Anybody else want to say good morning? Okay. If there's nobody else who wants to say good morning, is there anyone that has any comments, any questions, any need any clarity, need something? Um, anything? Yeah, let me start off. This is Brother E. Uh, okay. First of all, you know, good to hear your sound. On, on 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 declare victory uh and check you out on facebook uh you've been doing good let god use you um one of the things i like you just kept saying you know expansion happens when we yield you know it, it's something about god you know and his language um that that seems to you know uh we, we have to do the opposite in order to let god work like for instance you know, blessed he who hungers and thirsts after righteousness, for they shall be filled. You don't think if you hunger and thirst after something, that something will be good. But, you know, and the same thing you said, expansion happens when we yield. Okay, we always think about expansion as something that we have to do in order to out, outdo. But, we, but you know, the kingdom language is that if you get out of your own way, and a lot of times, you know, we can't we can't expand. Because we we're so we're so used to letting God say you know having let God take a back seat. I can do this, God. You know what I'm saying? You gave me the talent, you gave me the gift. You know what I'm saying? You gave me the anointing to go ahead and do it. But once we get out of our own way, mm-hmm. God worked through us, and you know, and not us. You know, working through our own self. That's the only time we can expand when we begin to surrender our will. When we when we uh, begin to surrender the, the ways of how we do it because God uh, a lot of times may have you do something that like I don't understand it you know what I'm saying right. I, I you know I, why would you have me go here uh, God why would you have me to talk to these people you know I can't stand them and that's kind of like working right. on my own um, upcoming declaration but you know why would you why would you put me in this situation God I don't see nothing that can come out of it but it's until we surrender like Jesus in the garden not my will but thy will be done who would know right. who would think that a man dying on a cross would be able to save our sins but that's exactly what happens 
So I love that. Expansion happens when we yield, when we say, have your way with me. Right. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. Bless you. Yeah, that's when it, yeah. God bless you, brother. Thank you. Thank you. You're exactly right. We got to get out of his way. And it does seem like when God tells us, when, when we know, when it seems like it's the weirdest, most opposite thing that we should be doing, that that's, that's really when God is moving and in the midst. So, yeah. Anybody else have anything, any comments or any questions or anything? Miss Gloria, this is Rochelle. I just I appreciate the the fact that at this time um, that it shows that how um, how sovereign God is that He keeps His promises, no matter you know what He has to do. If He has to you know put a pandemic in place to set us down when things are getting out of order, He's a God of order. And I appreciate how you brought how Hannah um, yielded and turned her heart, and she kept His promise to God. So therefore, God kept his promise to the people and sent yes. someone that would lead them. Um, and it had 100% to do with everything, uh, the attributes of who he is um, I, and how um, uh, the priest, his son, um, Eli, how his sons was acting up and how he uh, didn't do what he was supposed to do, but God stepped in. And we are accountable for what people do. So we have mm-hmm. to take accountability and stand up and not let nothing that nobody do. If God said it is so, he said it, He said that his word will not go out and return to him void. So if he has to put the pandemic in place to set us down so his word can perform what it said it had to be, not going into church mimicking uh, or playing worship and, and all that to get it back in order, so be it. So God is who he is, and I thank him that he is a promise keeper, and His our will needs to be yielded to his will. So great declaration from, from I mean, you just walked through that, that whole line, and I thank you for it because it was complete and it was uh, uh, understanding. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You 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 are so right. God is who he says he is. And I I, I don't know. I don't know about anybody else uh, about what anybody has been doing um since uh the pandemic came in, but I know for me personally, it it really has brought me to a place of God, what do you want? What what do you want from me? What 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 what's really I mean cuz I can't you can only watch so much TV before you go crazy. <laughs> you know, there's there's just so much, you know, it's like, God, what do you really want? So I'm grateful for what God is doing. I'm grateful for um, the things that he's allowed me to begin doing and even for the things he's motivated me to get started doing. And I had, I, I had to be honest, I started um, uh, about three weeks ago now, I started doing a study. Now, this particular study on spiritual formation, teaching the study. I had gotten permission four years ago from the author of the book to use his book to do this study. And it took, well, it wouldn't have taken four years if I went on and just yielded. But I, I finally got it started. But I only got it started once we got shut in and, and locked down. And, and so God is using, he is using whatever he needs to use. He, he will he will do what he has to do in order to get our attention. He ought not have to do it like that, but he knows that this in this flesh dwelleth no good thing. So he loves us. So 
he he knows what it's going to take. And he knows that once he reveals himself to us and once we hear him, we're going to go ahead and go with him. So I, I thank him for his patience. I thank him for allowing me and us time to, okay, God, to get it right and to surrender to him, to yield, and, and for him to do the expanding that he's expanding. I mean, I mean and he's moving. There's so much stuff going on. And we're not going to, when we get out of this, when we get ready, when we are allowed to really go back out, things are not going to be the same way they used to be. We're not even going to be satisfied with some of the things that we used to be satisfied with because of the change of heart that God has given us. So is there anybody else that has anything else that they want to share or want to um, make a comment about? All right. Well, bless the name of Jesus. I got time to give y'all a lot of time back. Not that I have any time, but God has. It's time. Y'all can go back to sleep. Whatever it is your day has been ordained for, the blessings of Jesus be upon you. So ask one more time. Anybody else have any comments? Anything you want to say? Okay. um, Awesome declaration. Thank you so much. Um, and, And it's amazing how when you just take time to to just get in his presence and just really see what he has for his people. Um, so yeah. I thank you, and I know um, that you put in the work, so I just appreciate that. The thing you just said, I wasn't going to say nothing, but the thing you just said, we say that we're going to have to have a new normal and that we're going to come out of this thing different and it's not going to be the same. You you just really said it, and I hadn't just heard it, and it just jumped out, that we're not going to be satisfied. Mm-hmm. That, that that's why, right? Because right. I'm already not satisfied. Right. Yes. And so there's gonna be so many that's gonna come out because we recognize that some stuff just um no shade to nobody, but it was just kind of routine for me. Mm-hmm. And I just don't wanna keep going through like the hamster on the wheel or going through the motion. Um and, and I think that's just it. And I'm not even talking about, well, I'm talking about something specific, but but still, I think in, in so many areas of my life, right, it's an opportunity to examine, um, are you okay with things being the way that they are? Are you satisfied and you're just going to settle? Or are you ready to be uncomfortable and allow God to shift us um, to the next whatever it is? Right. And and a lot of times we talk about next levels and we talk about, you know, um, going higher and doing all that stuff. Really, it's about evolving. It's that expanding. It's becoming less like me and becoming more like Mm -hmm. Christ. Yes. Right. That's that's the whole thing that we would be conformed and transformed to the image of his son. And we know transformation hurts sometimes. Yeah. Conforming hurts when we don't want to let go of, you know, the same old stuff because we were comfortable and it was familiar and we settled and we were satisfied. Girl, I'm about to hold on to that one. Whew, thank you, sis. I love you, sis. I love you too. Thank you. Hey, hey I, I just said, yes. Yeah. No, I was going to say, Lisa just made me think of 
um, some stuff too about the, the not being satisfied. And, and there's so many things for me that I know um, won't be the same and I don't even desire and from personal stuff to, you know, just the religious um, ritual things that, that I found myself doing. So thank you for just the, the powerful way that you, you know, it, again, in this season, and then I hear people say, I even think about the procrastination, even now, being home, I don't even know how many days it's been. It's months now, right? Because we, we, we went through March and April, I think. I'm not sure. I'm confused. But yeah. anyway, just the fact that we have to desire more. And, and I know yeah. I have gotten so more insensitive to things that, used, that I used to just did, I accept. You know, it's relationship-wise or just, you know, accepting it for what it was. And, and I, I went back to when, when the pastor said the other day about those false labels. All that ties into this season. I really believe that God halted a lot of us so we could see us. Because I don't think we mm-hmm. were seeing ourselves and getting caught up in, in the outer person and just, you know what I'm saying, showing up to be what other people needed to be and not who we needed to be and who God created us to be. So I'm just grateful and I'm taking all of this time in and there's so much stuff from the good and the bad but to really rejoice in it and get back into his word for our own understanding and not just some stuff that we've been taught and I love how Dion since the onset of Declare Victory has said there's some things that we have to unlearn and it's not always easy because it's painful because some of it that's what we thought was real and it's not so just that part and the the digging up those roots and stuff like we talked about last night too um like some people with that, those 2020 vision, where is that prophet that said 2020 was going to be so great? But even though, even that, you know what I'm saying? Just to even rejoice in this process because God does all things and there's a, there's a purpose in everything that he does. So we don't want to lose sight of that. So thank you, big sister. Yes. Yes. I, I, I agree. And I thought about, uh, as Lisa was talking that when we consider all of the, with the, the, um, coronavirus and all the thousands of people that have died, thousands of people that that contracted it, and the thousands that have lived, the miracles that we've been able to see in this day and time, God is still making miracles. And I think sometimes we, you know, we we had gotten so caught in the rote of the day-to-day, we didn't, we, we weren't really focused in or expecting Number one, to even just hear God talk to us. And number two, to see God show up in a mighty, awesome way on our behalf. And we've been able to see and hear all of that. So it it has even uh, inflamed, inspired, ignited even more the expectation that God God is, is here and he's with us. And he said that Jesus taught, that signs and wonders, that even more signs and wonders would we do than he had done. So there's an expect there's this expectation now even more so for us to see and hear God, not talk to everybody else and then come tell us, but talk to me. He's talking to us. He's talking to me and he's, he's talking to me and I expect to see him move on my behalf, on behalf of those that I pray for. So I, I thank God for this time. I, I, I don't know that I would have, you know, going in thought that, oh, this is going to be a good thing. But, no, this really has been a blessing. It's been a blessing. It's been a hard pill in some respects to swallow, and it's been a hard thing, a hard, some hard lessons to learn in it. 
But I thank God for the lessons of learning that I was under delusion. I was, I was, I had been walking in, I had been walking under some wrong labels belong to me and I don't have to walk in them. I don't have to stay there. So I'm grateful to God for what he's doing and, and what he is going to do, what he's doing right now, what he's already done and what he's going to do because God is moving and it, it come on children. Let's get, let's go. Let's roll with it. Anybody else have anything to say? I'm sorry. Good morning, uh, Sister Gloria. You really got the message on this morning. I'm like all the others. Um, I was <clears throat> in my sleep, but the Lord kept saying, you better get on that line this morning. And I thank you for um, your illustration on this morning and the study. And I, I know that you studied because you were able to just carry us right through where we at right now in our, in this day and time is not by half chance. In Mm-mm. each of these uh, words, I just think about we get a word, one word. We don't get a scripture. We don't get anything as, uh, you know, the ambassadors of this line. And so, therefore, God takes one word, and then he begins to give, and he downloads into each person to bring and to make and make sense of that one word. Just like he said in the beginning over in Genesis, we're now far beyond our beginning. And even in this, what was meant for bad, God has turned it around for every believer, even the non-believers are being blessed. We've been praying a long time about uh, getting the help for the homeless. Mm -hmm. Thank God. We are able to see that the homeless, even the homeless, are being blessed. I thank yeah. you because even Penina, she refused to give up what she wanted. Even though she had been taunted by um, Hannah, even though she was the wife that Elkanah loved, I mean, not Elkanah, but her husband loved her. And many times we have a little, as they say, a little stick that gets in the way. Mm-hmm. If we can all just stay focused on what God has for us, we're going to be okay. It has yeah. to be a burst in every one of our situations. And expansion comes when we allow ourselves. He was just showing me how even in making a cake or cooking, period, if you don't have that recipe right, it's going to be all janked up. And mm-hmm. so we got janked up in the situation, but what what has been meant for bad, God has turned it around for our good. Samuel become, became a great man. He uh, anointed uh, David. We saw so many different people being blessed in the situation of, of, of a child being born. And it's how many people on this line on today have a baby, maybe not so much physically. Maybe you haven't even had the opportunity to have a child yet. But you really, really want this child. And I have a a young lady I've been mentoring. She wants a baby so bad. She will do anything. I mean, literally anything. 
I told her, I said, the first thing you need to do is you're going to have to give your life over to God because you're trying to go with the world system. We can't go the world system. It's either his way, Yahweh, or it is no way, or it's the highway. So I'm saying to you on this morning, wait on God. Let him do what he do. Woman of God, you really bought a message of expansion. If you're not ready to bust out of your skin on this morning, you're going to have to stay at the altar and beg God until you get it. Thank you, woman of God, for your lesson on today. It has helped me. God bless you. Amen. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Is there anyone else that has anything, any comment or anything to share with us? Well, if not, I will not belabor the moment. Let us go in prayer and I'll pray us on out of here. Eternal God, our Father, Lord, we bless you and worship you. We thank you, Lord God, for every gift and calling that's from you is without repentance. So, God, we thank you for your gifts and calling. We thank you, Lord God, for the power of your Holy Spirit that lives on the inside of us. Thank you for making us fit for this journey, oh God. So, Lord God, have your way in the midst of us. Thank you for everyone that's on the line this morning. Thank you, Lord God, for how you fed our souls. And, God, we ask you in the mighty name of Jesus that you would use us to your glory. God, have your way in us, Lord God. Word our mouths with what to say, Lord God. Lord God, shut our mouths when we don't have nothing to say and you've not told us to speak, God. And, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, I pray that our hearts and our ears, our spiritual hearts and spiritual ears are open to receive what you're saying to your church. Have your way in us, God. Bless church services on tomorrow, God, and bless all that we endeavor to do, Lord God. Keep us safe in your care and in your presence, Lord God, that even as we're not on the line, God, we are never out of your presence. So we thank you and we love you. In Jesus' name, keep us and thank And we thank you for the word that's going to come through services tomorrow and, and then on Monday, Lord God. Bless and strengthen and keep each one of us. In Jesus' name, amen and thank God. God bless you. Have a blessed day. Amen. 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 God bless amen. you. Amen. Praise God. Have a blessed day. Great word. Have a blessed day. Thank you. Love y'all. God bless you. Happy Sabbath.